This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hi there, everyone, and happy Friday to you. Jennifer here with your short-form news roundup, bringing you up to date on some of the latest goings-on in the realm of art and art history. This is Art Curious News This Week, and today is Friday, February 17th, 2023. For today's first story, it is the exhibition breaking records left and right, the landmark Vermeer exhibition at the Rijksmuseum in Amsterdam, featuring more paintings by the Dutch master than any other show in history. Just days after the show's opening, the museum announced that it has sold out of every single currently available ticket to the show. I say currently available because the museum did note that they are, quote, working hard to ensure more people have the opportunity to see the exhibition, unquote. So for what it's worth, there might be additional chances to grab tickets in the near future. But the Rijksmuseum is currently staying vague on this. My guess is that they'll do more late nights and extended hours and maybe even some of those really fun 24-hour extravaganzas where folks can visit the museum in the middle of the night. But I don't know for sure, and for now, this is all just speculation. So for those of you who were hoping to see the show but hadn't yet been able to nab your tickets, I am sending my condolences, but sending them with a dash of good hope. Because when the museum releases new tickets, and I am fairly certain that they will, you can be sure that I will announce it here. So stay tuned. Keep your fingers crossed. Next up, it was a big week for NFTs. Two major institutions, one in the U.S. and one in Europe, announced that they have acquired several digital works of art. The first up is the Centre Pompidou in Paris, who has purchased 18 works of art as part of their French national collection of modern and contemporary art. Xavier Rey, the director of the Pompidou, points to that museum's position as a pioneer in the so-called new media acquisitions, ever since the 1970s, and that their current pursuit of NFTs, quote, reaffirms our support for artists in their conquest of new means of expression, which is the foundation of modern art, unquote. Right now, we only have some of the details about the works of art, like the names of a few of the artists who are part of this acquisition, but the Pompidou tells the art newspaper that full details of the acquisitions will be announced later this spring. So again, More speculation. Right now, we're only left to guess at the cost of these works of art and how the museum plans to display but also store and conserve these pieces as well. Following along at almost the same time is the Los Angeles County Museum of Art, LACMA, who announced this week that they too have entered into the realm of NFT, Web3, and all of that good stuff. On February 13th, LACMA revealed that a pseudonymous collector named Cosimo de' Medici has promised a gift of 22 artworks minted on the blockchain, comprising of a total of 13 artists. So, gotta love an alias that refers to one of the biggies of Renaissance art patrons. Though Medici is an alias, 
it has been speculated that the donor may be none other than the rapper Snoop Dogg, who has been noted in news articles as a longtime proponent of digital art and cryptocurrency. LACMA, like the Pompidou, has a long history of connecting with new media, as well as long connections with artsy celebrities. The art newspaper, in an article about this gift, reminded readers that this is but the next step in LACMA's acquisition plans to support NFTs and other digital works, noting that a program began last year specifically aimed at acquiring digital pieces by women artists, and that was funded by none other than Paris Hilton. LACMA is the first museum in the United States to acquire a significant number of these digital works, and again, this is surely a sign of things to come in institutions around the world. In a statement, Cosimo de' Medici announced, quote, With this gift, my goal was to help bridge the worlds of on-chain art and contemporary art, which until now have existed separately. I'm thrilled to have these historically significant on-chain works contextualized beside many iconic works of art in LACMA's collection, unquote. One more note about contemporary art this week. On Valentine's Day, Banksy confirmed the authenticity of a mural located in the British town of Margate in Kent. This work, titled Valentine's Day Mascara, presents viewers with an image of a retro housewife sporting not only an apron and latex gloves, but also bearing a knocked-out tooth, a black eye, and other signs of domestic abuse. Banksy used three-dimensional, mostly found, materials to add to the scene, such as a long chair, and, most critically, a slightly open chest freezer out of which Banksy painted a pair of men's legs dangling, as if the abused wife has disposed of her ne'er-do-well partner therein. It is a grim, comically dark mural, but one that speaks to a very dire reality, that domestic abuse soared during and after the pandemic, but especially reached heights during the lockdown era. Many news articles reporting on the appearance of this mural have rightly provided domestic abuse hotline phone numbers in their articles, for which I am very thankful and I will gladly do the same here. So briefly, if you or someone you know is experiencing domestic violence, you can call the National Domestic Abuse Hotline in the U.S. at 1-800-799-SAFE. That's 1-800-799-7233 or text START at 88788. But the abuse subject and the fact that it was created, of course, by the notorious and sly Banksy is only one of the reasons that the mural made headlines this week. The other part is that only hours after the work of art was revealed and authenticated by Banksy, workers from a local council removed the chest freezer, that very critical element, from the mural space. The reasoning provided in an online statement was that the mural itself, the wall-painted portion, is on private property and is thus fine to remain there, but that the land abutting it is public property, and so the freezer could then be seen as a safety hazard. But just as with the Rijksmuseum story today, there seems to be a glimmer of hope here. The statement ended with the following, quote, The fridge freezer is now in storage and will be returned once it has been made safe to the public. We will be contacting the owner of the property to discuss the options to preserve the artwork for the district, unquote. It's commercial break time, everyone. So feel free to mash that fast forward 30 seconds button a couple of times or to listen straight through to help us continue to make good with our advertisers who pay our bills. 
We will be back to more Art Curious news this week in just a minute. And meanwhile, if you like this show but not the ads, join us over on Patreon at patreon.com slash artcurious to grab an ad-free fee and show me that you care. That's patreon.com slash artcurious. Thank you so, so, so much to my newest patrons who answered the call over on Instagram. Michael J, KL, Christian M, and Marilyn R. Ongoing thanks, as always, to my super extra VIP patrons, Flamestress, Gaston, Stephanie, John, JL, Rhonda, Lance, and Robin. You make my heart soar as if they have the winged victories. Wings. Sorry. Do you want to hear your name read here every week? You can become a VIP patron for just $25 and know that you are helping me so much. We will be right back. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. Support for today's episode comes from Jenny Kane. What better way to celebrate the month of love than to treat yourself to a Jenny Kane luxury item? Jenny Kane items are classic, comfortable, and California-inspired. From the cashmere knit sweater you've obsessed over to the incredibly comfortable slippers you never want to take off. With elevated everyday basics and wardrobe essentials, getting dressed and keeping cozy is better and easier than ever. When it comes to investing in a uniform that'll last, we choose Jenny Kane. For a limited time, our listeners get 15% off their entire order. Go to Jenny Kane, K-A-Y-N-E dot com and use code ARTCURIOUS to get 15% off. I personally love Jenny Kane's pleasing minimalist version of luxury. And as a California native, I am all about their beachy, relaxed vibes. They are everything from those best-selling cocoon cardigans with a relaxed fit and ultra-cozy silhouette to their core pieces that you can dress up or down all season long. And if you haven't tried their shearling-lined mock clogs or shearling mules, then you don't know what true comfort is. With a focus on quality, comfort, and timeless design, Jenny Kane makes pieces that really never go out of style. And that's one of the reasons I chose their incredibly lush but elegant Turkish towels for my upcoming beach trips, so they are as stylish as they are comfortable. Jenny Kane is the go-to effortless everyday personal and home outfitter. Find your forever pieces at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code ARTCURIOUS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code ARTCURIOUS. Treat yourself because you deserve it. Welcome back to Art Curious this week and our news roundup today. I'm thrilled to report that a new initiative was announced this week that had been established by four arts and funding institutions, the Getty Foundation, the Mellon Foundation, the Terra Foundation, and the Ford Foundation, all coming together to support Latinx artists. As part of this initiative, the foundations have pooled together $5 million that they will be providing to 10 U.S. art institutions specifically for the founding of curatorial positions focusing on Latinx art. Latinx art, like most diverse groups of art and artists, is severely underfunded and underrepresented by museum staff as well, including curatorial positions. 
So this is a hugely welcome thing. Some of the institutions that will benefit from these curatorial positions include larger museums like the National Gallery of Art in Washington, D.C. and the Newark Museum of Art in New Jersey, and also smaller institutions and college galleries like the Blanton at the University of Texas at Austin and the Arizona State University Art Museum. Even better is to note that this is but the second phase of this Latinx initiative. The first phase, which began a couple of years ago, provided $5 million for grants to support Latinx identifying artists over the next five years. So all in all, a great day for art representation here in the U.S. For our last story today, we're tackling the tricky subject of deaccession. Deaccessioning is the official way to note the process of removing an artwork or an object permanently from a museum collection. And this is typically done for any number of reasons, including that a piece no longer fits within a curatorial goal or theme or to support the purchase of other works of art for a collection. For example, this week, Valparaiso University in Valparaiso, Indiana, which is about 40 miles away from Chicago, announced their plans to deaccession several works of art from the Brower Museum of Art, their on-campus museum. This plan includes pieces by Georgia O'Keeffe, Frederick Church, and Child Hassam, among others, all big names in American art. The deaccessioning is planned via the sale of these artworks and is expected to bring in about $15 million, which the university isn't planning on using to support the art museum, as you might assume, but instead to fund renovations of several residential buildings on campus. And this has caused a huge backlash, everyone. And in my little corner of the art world, there was a joint statement that was produced by several large art organizations, including the Association of Art Museum Curators and the Association of Art Museum Directors, condemning the plans. Art should not be used as disposable assets, the statement says in part, to fund non-art-related goals. This is a sentiment that was echoed by Dick Brower, who is the museum's namesake and founder, and also the former chair of the university's art department. Mr. Brower says that he has threatened to have his name removed from the museum if the sale goes through. So faced with such big and public pushback, I will be surprised to see the sale go through as planned. But stranger things have happened in the art world, and such sales aren't without precedent. So this is one of those wait-and-see moments. I do hope that Valparaiso comes up with another manner to support their renovations, but I am guessing that they wouldn't have gone so far down the art sale rabbit hole unless they were already running low on options. So who knows? But again, if and when things change, you know I will update it here because I have got your artsy newsy back. Okay, everyone, that's what I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening to Art Curious News this week. Just a quick note that I will not be producing a news episode next week, as I am very excited I am giving an in-person lecture in Norfolk, Virginia for the Norfolk Society of Arts, so I will not be at my microphone next week. But I will be back in touch again early in March, and I am also finishing up the writing of my last few episodes for our upcoming spring season, and I cannot wait to share several all-new episodes with you beginning in April. So I would like to thank you again for all your support and for listening today. Until next time, stay curious.